Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to Sit for a Spell. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm Jess. I'm James. And um, we're here. We're doing it. We're getting it done. We're doing it. Another episode. Yes. Yeah, we're getting, uh, we're back in the swing of school times. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, Figured out a new recording schedule so that we would actually record. <laughs> get Actually, yeah, actually do, do the thing we signed up to do. <laughs> Even though we don't get paid for this. We really don't. Not yet. Use code, sit for a spell, and we will get paid. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. So, um, today, we are going to be uh, talking about doppelgangers. Doppelgangers. I love yeah. that word. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good word. I don't Someone... like the idea, but I like the word. <laughs> yeah, the idea is a little... Uh, creepy Mm -hmm. but have you ever had anybody say that you were someone else I've just it's like a weird roundabout kind of thing like I had um a high school friend tag me in a painting of Mm. one of his other friends and it looked just like me like Mm -hmm. it could have been a painting of me uh but oh that's cool yeah and then another painting when I was, I think you've seen this one, the, like, my aunt, like, found this painting of, like, Mm. a little girl, but she looked just like me when I was a little girl. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. I actually have it still. I think it's in a closet somewhere, but. Take a picture, put it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's cool. I had somebody one time come up to me um, and, like, run up to me. And they were like, oh, my God, you look exactly like, I think it was like their cousin or something. Mm-hmm. And they showed me a picture. And I was like, that doesn't look like me. <laughs> <laughs> Either I didn't see it or they didn't, really didn't look like me or whatever it was. It was yeah. just, uh, I didn't see the resemblance. But they, like, stopped me in the middle, like, in public. Yeah. So People always stare at me um, like they recognize me, but they're not, like, they don't want to. Like they're hesitant. Yeah. And then I have people frequently tell me that I remind them of someone. Mm, but okay. never. But I think it's just because I don't know. I don't know. They're staring at you because you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> no, I get stares a lot too, but I think it's because I look so mean when I am not. Uh, actively like thinking of smiling or you know yeah have a, no I know I have a really like annoyed look on my face all the time which is fine because then people don't talk to me I think I just look very bland when I'm like zoned out or not focused <laughs> on something <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, but it's my hair like yeah the red hair is yeah kids will stare at me a lot babies will stare at me a lot 
Yeah, when my son was little, he used to stare at you a lot. Yeah. Remember we went to like the Ren Fair or something? Something. He was like staring he at you. He was little. And he just couldn't, he would not stop staring at you. It's the hair. It's like, I know, I know. <laughs> if none of you have seen Jess, she has very bright, like natural, she's a natural redhead. So like yeah. it just. Some people think call of, it strawberry blonde or like copper. Yeah. It's very pretty. Look at my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll put up those pictures um, and they'll see. <laughs> and I always do those, um, those like you put your picture on like some website and it'll generate who do you look like or whatever, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. But I don't really ever see it. I don't know. I don't, I get some, uh, some matches, but I don't usually ever see it. But. Yeah. I think, I mean, when I think doppelgangers, I really do just think like fringe because mm-hmm. in my head, that's like the predominant theory. And I don't know if you'll get into this, but like where, there is another you or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Paths. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of theories. Okay, so let's get into it because there are a bunch of theories about yes, go for it. what this is, what it means, um, good omens, bad omens, whatever. Let's get yeah. into it. So a doppelganger, um, it's German, and it literally means double walker. Mm. So this is someone who is not biologically related to you or to a person but they just have the same face basically most of the time to be considered a doppelganger you have to have the same face build skin tone hair you know you have to look like the person yeah yeah exactly there are um a lot of portrayals of the doppelganger in fiction and in mythology and usually it's a harbinger of bad luck usually it's not a good thing when you see your doppelganger i mean that makes sense because people are very um i think narcissistic's too strong of a word but like you don't want someone else to look like you right like even if you're the nicest sweetest person in the world unless you have a twin and it's just natural you don't want yeah. someone else to look like you because then you're like, what the hell? I think most people would want that sense of like individuality. Yeah, exactly. They, they don't want, yeah, exactly. They don't want someone to look like you. That's like your your biggest thing usually, how you present yourself to people who don't know you is the way you, your face, the way you look. So you don't want people to be like, oh yeah, there's another one of you over there. just looks just like you. Yeah. So there are other traditions um, where a doppelganger is equated to an evil twin. Mm. So that could be um, another story that you might have heard. You know, there you see you, another version of you that's doing bad things. Yeah. There, the um, community. P- Remember that community, the darkest timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the darkest the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We, this is the darkest timeline, you guys. It really is. So then we have the word doppelganger, which people sometimes use um, kind of like as a slang, like a very neutral word where they will be describing someone who resembles someone else, but not necessarily from another universe or an evil twin. It's just like, I'm going to give some examples at the end of celebrity doppelgangers because there's a lot of celebrities oh, that really look like yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, or like the the woman who came up to me was like, you look just like my cousin. But I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. 
<laughs> There's also something called biolocation, which is different from a doppelganger, but this is the ability to project your image into a second location. So kind of like astral projecting. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And this, I guess, body double is said to be indistinguishable from the part like the uh i guess live person themselves like anybody who came in contact with them wouldn't know the difference yeah then we have doppelgangers as a phenomenon so that is something that we know now where they're associated as bad omens that mm-hmm. didn't become popular until the mid 19th century oh. before that there's been um there's been doppelgangers in folklore and in myths in history since like the beginning of time, basically. And they weren't always a bad omen that really changed in the middle of the 19th century. I wonder why. So, I mean, who knows? That always happens. It seems it to like happens. happen all the time. Things change. It's just, I think it's the, it's the um, people wanting to dissuade like the masses from believing in something they make it evil that's true they make it bad like friday the 13th like the the Mm -hmm. ouija board you know just there's a bunch of different examples of that so here's a little bit of um folklore from different uh what are they called civilizations from around the world so in ancient egypt there is a myth of um a spirit called ka Mm-hmm. And this is called, this is, was a, a quote-unquote spirit double. This would be sort of like the soul or like a ghost. And the Egyptians famously mummified their dead. You know, mm-hmm. they, then they did the, um, the tombs for their mm-hmm. pharaohs and things mm-hmm. like that. They did this because they believed this Ka spirit would continue to live on after the body was dead. And they mummified to slow decomposition because if the body decomposed, the spirit wouldn't be able to live on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this kind of gave them a chance at like eternal life. Yeah. So that's what the ancient Egyptians believed. They would take stuff with them. Yeah, because they were like, well, you're going to need this stuff. Like they would even mummify like pets and Mm -hmm. servants and like gold they would Mm -hmm. yeah they would put gold and food and water and all the stuff they're like yeah you're gonna need this so then we have the norse mythology so (laughs) i tried to uh (laughs) i tried to uh, pronounce this earlier it's i think it's vodjurger vodjurger sounds great sure these are these are a little different so these are ghostly figures that precede their living counterparts and sometimes these will be just moments before the like so say you're having a party Uh you walk into a room and people were like you were like you were just here like how did you just show up you can't you showed up like 10 minutes ago like how did you just get here so that would be like a vodier like you something that precedes you and the people interact with you and it is you, but then Mm -hmm. you show up in your physical form not too long after. Why? Um, I'll get into that a little when we get to the like different superstitions. Okay. Okay. Then we have Scotland. There are these small fairy like creatures. They're called trows and 
these were said to give birth to babies that sometimes were very sick and wouldn't often um, thrive. Mm -hmm. So what they would do, they would take their sickly babies and they would trade them for that of a healthy human baby. Oh, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, so you've probably heard of the ch a changeling. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the, yeah. the most uh, famous word for it. These, um, these changelings would grow into like exact copies of the babies that were like, that were stolen. Yeah. And then the stolen babies would be brought up by the trows and be like treated like wonderfully. Like they mm -hmm. would be brought up like normal. Yeah. The difference is they're healthy. Whereas the changeling would end up being usually they would be very misbehaved or very sick mm -hmm. or very wearisome. Like they just would not thrive yeah and most of them wouldn't really even survive yeah so that's like terrifying yeah <laughs> i think part of it is superstition and part of it was um we've talked about it before but a way to kind of like justify or explain um the infant mortality rate that would right. happen because right. it was very high low high high <laughs> yes, <laughs> mortality rate was high. Yeah, yeah, and in the article I was reading, they talked about how pregnant women were pretty much like guarded twenty four hours a day. Yeah, because they didn't want that to happen. Um, oh, okay. Quickly before I keep going, my sources. I meant to do this at the top. Wikipedia.com, of course. Westclark.com, Bustle.com, Liveabout.com, and AncientOrigins.com. Nice. So bunch of different ones. Mm -hmm. So then we get to the Native American folklore. Mm. So the Native Americans, of course, Native Americans were all different types, um, all different groups of people, uh -huh. different tribes, different tribes had their different beliefs. So there were some who believed in, believed in an upper world and an underworld. And um, they would say that you you are in the upper world, so you are the good spirit. And in the underworld, there would be an exact replica of you, and that would be your evil twin, basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they believed that whatever was happening in the upper world, the exact opposite was happening in the underworld. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Hopi, they had a um, belief in... So when they had twins, because... Um, of course, every, we've been having twins since the beginning of time. Yeah. They believed that those were twin spirits, and they would call them the child of the sun and the child of the water, oh, which I thought was yeah. kind of beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. They also were some that believed that um, that underworld, uh, upper world, underworld thing as well. Okay. So doppelgangers have been portrayed in media forever. And here's just a few different examples, probably like some of the more recent, more famous ones. So um, The Outsider by Stephen King mm. could be considered a doppelganger. Um, it's a book, but it's also an HBO series. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is the outsider itself, the antagonist, he would take the DNA of his victim or whoever it was and commit crimes and be caught on 
CCTV, be seen by people they know, mm-hmm. basically just to like wreak havoc. There wasn't mm-hmm. really, I guess in the show, this is spoilery, I guess, but they say like he lived off of like the misery, basically. Like that's what fed him. Oh, okay. The misery. Yeah. Then we have the Jordan Peele movie, Us. Mm, mm. Yes, so that's probably one of the more recent, more famous ones. So scary. Very scary. We have the Wilson family. They are attacked by doubles of themselves. And in the movie, they call themselves untethered. Yeah. But they're basically, you know, they they would be considered doppelgangers. I think that's a really good example of doppelgangers, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think... um, that one really feeds into the good twin, evil twin yeah, for sort sure. of uh, message. Mm-hmm. And we have um, in an episode of Friends, it's called The One with Russ. Oh. It, Rachel dates a guy named Russ. And mm-hmm. when he shows up, he is, a, it's, it's David Schwimmer, you know, but he's yeah. dressed a little differently. His hair is a little different. <laughs> and um he talks the same, you know, it's all the same, but he's a little, he's just a little bit different and all the friends can see it. But Rachel and Ross are like, I'm Ross is like, I'm nothing like that geek, you know, (laughs) Rachel's like, what are you guys talking about? So that's a pretty funny one. Mm -hmm. There's um, also a quick little, uh, little nod to doppelgangers in an episode of the Simpsons. There's um, an episode where, Homer gets banned from the, from Moe's Tavern, and then a, a man walks in who looks just like Homer. He's wearing a top hat and a monocle, and he says his name is Guy Incognito. And <laughs> then he's like, Moe's like, get out of here, Homer. But the guy's like, no, it's me. And it really, and then he gets kicked out into the street, and then Homer walks by. Oh. So it is actually a doppelganger. <laughs> um, funny. Then there's uh, the sitcom How I Met Your Mother. There's a running gag throughout the whole series that each of the main characters sees a doppelganger of themselves. Like mm-hmm. one is, um, I think one's like a hot dog vendor. One's like a taxi driver. It's just like a running joke yeah. throughout the whole series. They keep trying to find Barney's, but then it ends up being Barney. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's like trying to get laid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we have, um, we have doppelgangers in art. So there is a watercolor called How They Met Themselves by Dante, Gabri- Dante Gabriel Rossetti, in which two men are meeting each other and um, they are exact replicas of each other. Interesting. So that's from 1864. Yeah, there's a lot of doppelganger stuff with paintings, like not just like my story, but like. Um, like what is it daniel radcliffe Mm -hmm. they make not they but like uh for example if you look up a graham norton clip and a british talk show and Mm -hmm. um, they do a bunch where they pull out i think they do it twice there's two different clips where they show all these like super old pictures that look just Mm -hmm. like him like men and women and it's like he's a tiny yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves has that too. Yeah, he does. The same sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I guess there's only so many ways you can put together a face. So I guess, so. I guess it's bound to happen. Yeah. So now we have um, some superstitions about doppelgangers. Okay. Okay, so number one, seeing your doppelganger is an omen of death. 
So this is probably the scariest one. Yeah. There's a lot of stories of people seeing doppelgangers before meeting their untimely death. Most famously, Abraham Lincoln told of seeing his double once directly after he was, um, after he heard news that he was elected president, mm-hmm. he was said to have um, been, you know, of course, like elated. And he yeah. went to lay down on a couch, looked into the mirror and saw himself standing at the other side of the room in the mm. mirror. But he said that the double had um, like a, a Janus face, Janus face, where it's like split down the middle. And it's two faces. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And he like saw... Maybe, like like someone was sending him a warning or like... Could be, yeah. And it was also said that Mary Todd Lincoln said that he saw his that same double not long before he was murdered. Mm. Assassinated, I should say. Yeah. So um, that's the first one. Number two is that doppelgangers give bad or even malicious advice. So seeing your double may not always be an omen of death, but it's mostly supposed to be bad. So even if you don't die, people... Don't talk to them. Yeah, don't talk to them. Um, They might try to purposely give you bad advice or may plant sinister ideas in your brain to try to... That also feeds into the evil twin thing. Like maybe um, it's like community, like, you know... Mm -hmm. Dark, like what is it uh the darkest timeline yeah abed's trying to make the main timeline a little bit darker he goes around saying oh yeah <laughs> sorry, that's okay. saying <laughs> bad things to everybody yeah um so don't listen to your doppelganger basically no and maybe they're trying to take take over your spot yeah trying to make you do bad things like in this is us yeah really no us not this is us <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is a very sad show. <laughs> I don't think there's a different story. <laughs> I don't think there's doppelgangers in that show. No, so. <laughs> okay, so the next one is someone else seeing your double could mean that you are or will soon be very ill. Mm. So that's a kind of a scary one too. A lot of people talk. Uh, I hear you know. A lot of stories, I listen to a lot of like ghost podcasts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, people will talk about seeing relatives and then later finding out that they are sick or that they had just died, you know, things yes. like that. Mm-hmm. So also not super chill. Okay. So the next one is your a doppelganger could be a ghostly double that lived before you. So this could be a past life, a time slip some sort of like glitch in the matrix kind of thing, you know, um, that goes back to that Norse of uh, Vodjurger thing where yeah. they, mm-hmm. someone sees you before you arrive. I think I stand a little bit more with that one. Yeah. I like that one. It seems to make the most sense. Mm-hmm. And also this next one makes sense. We talked about it a little bit, but the alternate universe theory. Yeah. Um, sometimes there are, and there are some, there are some theories that ghosts may also be this as well, like a, yeah, theory. a thinning of the universes. You know, you, a time, you slip in between the universes and you see things. You're a ghost to them and they're a ghost to you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably the least scary because you're just basically seeing an alternate version of yourself, you know, yeah. good or bad, who knows, but mm-hmm. it's nothing um, 
sinister or anything like that. It's just another you. Yeah. Which, I mean, not sinister, but very unnerving. Yeah, unnerving. It's it's hard to say. I mean, there's so many different theories about um, alternate universes, you know? Yeah. Like, because uh, is it every little tiny choice you make make an alternate universe is it only big choices like how many mm-hmm. universes are there yeah. how many different versions of you are there are the bigfoots in the universes with the doppelgangers yeah is there like a whole universe of just bigfoots yeah who knows too many questions <laughs> yeah Not too many answers and then this last one is what we kind of touched on with the pictures you know the pictures and the paintings yeah so there's a belief in many cultures that taking um, pictures, that they don't allow taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Some cultures believe that photography captures your soul. And because the, the picture is a rep- representation of your soul, that that creates a doppelganger um, through the picture, that that picture would become a double of you. Oh. Which is kind of scary to think about. That is scary. All those selfies, man. So many selfies. <laughs> All those Instagram models have so many doubles. So many. <laughs> but well, then my cats have a ton of doubles because I have so many pictures of my cats. For reals. This last thing that I kind of want to uh, touch on, I didn't really have time to really dive into it, but I thought it was just interesting. There is something called um, Heo Hey Ot. Heotoscopy. Heotoscopy. Sounds right. Yeah. It's a psychiatric term or like a term used in psychiatry and neurology. And it's used as a term for hallucination and for the hallucination of seeing one's own self at a distance. This occurs as a symptom of schizophrenia and epilepsy. And on the science side, that is considered a possible explanation for mm-hmm. why some people see their doppelgangers. Yeah, that is an interesting explanation. Uh, yeah, I thought that was. And it's kind of crazy how it's like an actual, real, like medical term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I didn't know. This is kind of like mildly connected. But like, I didn't know the Truman Syndrome was a real thing. I don't know if it's called that. But like, you know, the movie The Truman Show with Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Jim Carey. <laughs> <laughs> um, he like he's in the television show right but he doesn't know yeah there's a literal um like neurological a condition where you believe that is true you believe you are in a um show wow it's very rare but apparently it's it that sounds exhausting exhausting wow and i wonder how they treat that I'm not sure, but like, you know, um, if any of you have been watching the new Unsolved Mysteries, um, the one with Ray, I think it's like Murder on the Rooftop or Death on the Rooftop or something like that. Mm-hmm. He goes uh, he goes missing and then they end up finding him that he had gone through the roof and they yeah. committed suicide. So one of, I heard this on another podcast, was one of the theories is that he had that neurological disorder. Oh, okay. Like it explains the no and like all of these other things. There's a lot of other stuff with like secret societies, but I thought yeah, really interesting. That one, that one was very twisty. It's very twisty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, that's, that's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm going to have to look into that. Okay, so that's pretty much doppelgangers. Um, mm-hmm. There's, like I said, there's a ton, like tons and tons of movies, TV shows, TV episodes of TV shows, paintings, yeah. books. You mm-hmm. know, there's, it goes back forever. That's just the basics of that. But um, I did, we put a call out uh, to people to write in on their own personal doppelganger stories. So I just want to read a few of those. Yes. So the first one we have is at Alicia.Galati. She is one of the co-hosts of the podcast, Two Sisters and a Cult. Um, She wrote in to us on Instagram and she, this is what she had to say, uh, quote, I was at a podcasting conference last year. I was standing in the drink like because hashtag whiskey sour Mm -hmm. and the woman in front of me turned around and said, oh, hey, girl, I'd never met this woman in my life. And there were close to 400 women at this conference. Obviously, I was so confused and said, I'm not sure what you're talking about. She squinted her eyes at me and looked more closely. And she said, you aren't my friend. And I said, no, I don't think I am. And I was so confused by the whole thing. Later, she came back with her friend, and I was so blown away. She sent us a picture, um, and we'll put it on Instagram. It is so similar. It is so crazy how similar they look Mm -hmm. to each other. And I mean, seeing someone, (laughs) meeting someone at like a random podcasting conference, that's so crazy that they were both there at the same time. Yeah. Very cool. I wonder if they kept in touch. Let us know if you've kept in touch. Yeah. So then we have um, at Emily thinks you suck. <laughs> she says, <laughs> okay, so we've never seen our ours, but my stepdad and I have both had encounters with someone who thinks we're some other people. My stepdad's doppelganger is apparently a huge douche as each time he's been mistaken for this person, someone's tried to fight him. We live in a <laughs> super classy area. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's so funny. That is super funny. Um, She says, I hear about mine all the time. I was out to eat with my family when I was 16, and the waitress asked if I wanted my usual. I'd never been to that restaurant before, so I was confused. Apparently, my doppelganger likes strawberry daiquiris with lots of whipped cream. (laughs) Hey. Oh, anyway, my parents looked at me all crazy, and I was like, nope, that's not me. And the waitress was like, really? That's nuts. You You look exactly like one of our regulars. I've also been at my job and had customers ask if I need two jobs and don't I work enough? And I'm like, um, what's that now? <laughs> anyway, the other girl is out there somewhere and I really hope I bump into her someday so I can really see if we do look that similar. Nice. That's cool. That is cool. The next one we have is from at Rachel Tinney X and she writes in probably not the most interesting doppelganger story, but I'll never forget it. My friend came into school and said, I've seen the most crazy picture on Facebook. This girl looks exactly like you. She whipped out her phone and lo and behold, there, had, there she had a picture with a group of people and one girl stood out like a sore thumb. It was like looking into a mirror. It wasn't that she looked like me. She literally was exactly the same as me. To say the least, I was hella spooked. I sent it to all my other friends and even to my siblings who were all ultra spooked too. My brother even mentioned it a week later that he was so rattled by the crazy doppelganger I had. I'll never forget how it felt to see the picture for the first time. It was literally the strangest experience. She was literally my double from the hair length and color to the eyes, nose, 
mouth, face, and body size. It honestly makes me wonder how many others have the exact doubles anywhere in the world. That's crazy. That <laughs> that's crazy. So, that's really cool. I feel like I would like try to figure it out, like Facebook sleuth and like figure out. Yeah, who like who is that girl? That's great. Well, you know what? I'm just remembering this. I did have, um, so my cousin sent me a picture one time of a girl who looked like me. Um, it was like the same sort of thing where she was in a group with other people. And yeah, it was like, she was making like a silly face. So I couldn't really see her face too, like too well, yeah. but it looked like a face that I would make like, and she had her hair in a certain way that looked like my hair, mm-hmm. like the way, like I flip it to one side, like she had the same thing and she had like my same build and things like that. So, I mean, interesting. I relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> <covered> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so then these next two stories, quick stories are um, famous doppelganger stories like throughout history okay so this one comes from um 1845 it's about emily sagey i think is how you say her name s-a-g-e-e saggy 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 um so she's a teacher and one day she was writing on her blackboard when her double appeared beside her the the students, 13 students in the classroom saw, and they all said that whatever the uh, Miss Sagey would do, the double would copy, like right next to her in tandem. Did she, she see it or only the students? She didn't see it. Only the students saw it. And only, okay. only some of the students, not all of them. So okay. they said she was turned around, writing on the board. She was writing in chalk, and the double didn't have any chalk, but was making the same movements that she was oh yeah during the next year Sagey's doppelganger was seen several times and the most um i guess the most astonishing is- instance took place in full view of the entire st- all, all the students in her class there was 42 students in her class on that day mm-hmm. and they said that they were t- they were working and they could see Miss Sagey out in the garden, out, right outside of their room while they were working. And that um, as she walked out the door, the doppelganger appeared in her chair, like oh. right, right in front of the students. And they could yeah. see her out in the garden and in the chair at the same time. They said two students approached the doppelganger and tried to touch it, mm-hmm. but that they came into contact with some sort of resistance. They kind of like, um, like when two magnets try to, two opposite magnets try to like, yeah. try to put them together. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get near it, that there was some sort of air resistance around it and that the image just slowly vanished after that. That sounds like kind of like a time slip or like a thinning or something. Yeah. 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 It, that's, that's really what it sounds like. They're, she just happened to make the change of walking out the door instead of sitting in her chair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, Emily Sagey never saw her own double. Um, she was always present when the um, double was present. So they, the students were always able to see both of them at the same time. Yeah. And the students would say 
that when the entity was present, the color would drain from her, from the, the real Emily's face. Mm-hmm. She would become fatigued and she would become listless. Interesting. So she eventually left the school because of the double. It yeah. kind of like ruined her career. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope she ended up okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's a, that's strange. It's a strange uh, instance there. That is strange. Then we have uh, Catherine the Great. So mm-hmm. she was said to have seen her double shortly before her death. So Catherine the Great was known as the Empress of Russia throughout the 18th century. She's also the longest ruling female leader in Russia's history. Mm-hmm. She had a haunting um, and she had an encounter with her doppelganger shortly before she died in 1796. Oh. So according to reports, Catherine's, servant, Catherine's servants woke her frantically one night after having seen her plain as day sitting silently in her throne room. So they woke her up. Catherine woke up confused. She accompanied them back to the throne room only to find her double sitting on her throne plain oh. as day. She reported, um, she reportedly ordered her servants to shoot the doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> and just a week later, Catherine herself died of a s- stroke. Interesting. So um, it's kind of like the, the lore is that it was a, an, a deathly omen and a foreshadowing, foreshadowing of her death to come. Yeah, that is interesting. So, and Catherine the Great was a very eccentric lady. Um, yes. If you want to watch a very fun and quasi historically accurate representation <laughs> of her, um, the the great on Hulu with um, Nicholas Holt and um, oh, one of the Fanning sisters, not Dakota Ellie, L L Fanning, yeah, L Fanning Ellie? and Nicholas Holt. Fantastic show, very raunchy quasi-historic but (laughs) great fun oh fun yeah that's been on my list definitely Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's doppelgangers um pretty pretty spooky little 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 creepy um not as much history as i would have thought you know i thought but i mean it's it's so unexplained that it's kind of hard to pinpoint true any sort of explanations for it I kind of, like I said before, I kind of hold to like, one, that obviously there are going to be people who look like us just for the same thing you said. There's like only so many ways that people can like look, right? And obviously if you come from the same kind of like ethnic background or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're going to have, you're going to have some similarities. There's going to be some people who look like you, but Mm -hmm. then at the same time, like I, I think that maybe there is some kind of thinning and whether it's like a timeline thing or a, yeah another reality thing and it just kind of like loops or slips or gets yeah. thin or something, you know? Yeah. I like the alternate reality one. I think that's um, the most uh, plausible, I guess. Yeah. It makes me nervous too, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hopefully their side is going a little better than ours, but uh I would hope so. I kind of think like the way I think about it is like, I don't know if this is makes sense or is strange, but I always try to think about it. Like we're, we're probably like somewhere in the middle. Like I would think that there are realities that are 
far worse off than we are and then realities that are doing faring far better than we are yeah so i i kind of think we're somewhere in the middle hopefully not we're not in the darkest time. timeline <laughs> <laughs> i would hope not i would sure hope but not. someone's got to be so true Thank you to um, our listener who sent that in. She's at um, Pema Lucy on Instagram. She sent that in not that long ago, and I was like, yeah, we're doing this. Like, it was just, (laughs) (laughs) it really caught my attention. So send in more if you guys have other interesting topics you think Mm -hmm. we should explore. So if you'd like to hear us talk about, this was kind of like a, sort of like a cryptid, I guess, you know? I mean. One of those, like, kind of like, I don't know. Just, <laughs> yeah, mythical creature type Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but yeah, so definitely write into us if you have any other suggestions. If you mm-hmm. have a doppelganger, we definitely want to know about it. Anything, you know, if you're like, hey, this is weird, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be doppelgangers, ghosts. Uh, witchy encounters mm-hmm. werewolves uh mm-hmm. bigfoots loch ness monster yeah all if that. anything just because we we want to know we just want to know <laughs> yeah yeah something weird we want to know yes, <laughs> hello sit for a spell listeners is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell um but did you have anything i don't i've just been i don't seem to have time to do much of anything these days yeah really 
I kind of, um, I think we've talked about this before, but I get into kind of like um, slumps in my practice, uh, yeah. especially certain times of the school year. And then especially when the school year just starts um, mm-hmm. kind of like anticipating and then getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year in particular, um, I've just been emotionally and physically drained where I don't really have any room to focus yeah. on anything else. And so usually it takes me a couple weeks to get back into my groove. Yeah. Um, just acclimate to it. Yeah. So as of right now, I'm kind of in that, in that kind of like craft funk where mm-hmm. I unfortunately just don't have time and sometimes you don't have time and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I yeah. think I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think a lot of people this time of year have that. Um, and there's just, you know, life yeah. happens and you, something's got to fall to the wayside. So yeah, I've been trying to do little things like lighting doing candles and just wearing things to help and Mm -hmm. um, meditate before I go to sleep like little things but not I haven't picked up my cards in a couple in like a week or two and kind of like things like that Mm -hmm. you know Um, I like to read a lot of things and kind of like grow my knowledge and that has kind of like gone to the wayside over the last two weeks so I'll get back to it yeah, you will. It'll always be there when you're ready for it, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, we, we were saying, like, last week, just to, like, give your kids a break. Like, give yourself a break, too, mm-hmm. because yeah. life gets hard sometimes. Yes. And uh, we're it's all like just doing... Work. This always happens in yeah. August. It happens in December. March. A little bit in December, and then in May, because mm-hmm. those are my big, for my particular teaching... I have mm-hmm. a lot of paperwork and meetings during those months, so kind of. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Nobody it's thinks fine. any less. Yeah. Um, and if somebody thinks less of you, then they can go suck an egg, you know? <laughs> Where did that expression ever come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like egg. it, though. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like, a, it's not like super vulgar, but it's like vulgar enough. Suck an egg. Suck an egg. They can go suck an egg. I mean, it's an insult to me because I don't like eggs. So, yeah. Well, you're not eating that inside of the egg. True. Maybe it's a freshly hatched egg. Ew. That's disgusting. (laughs) I'm going to look it up now. Okay. (laughs) Do it. Oh, man. Well, do you have anything going on? Mm, No. I'm in the same boat as you. We're just trying to. Uh, get used to the school year and the new school year, the new normal that we're living in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just trying to make it through each day without too much drama, you know. Uh, my Very son, true. the other day, he had um, a, he had a meltdown. He's, uh, I don't know if I've, I, he's special needs, he's autistic. I don't know if I've said that on here before, but um, he just gets very overwhelmed. So he mm-hmm. was learning. I think it was like his second day of school. He only made it through half the day. And he was like, you know, I, he was crying and having a little bit of a meltdown. And he was like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. I couldn't make it. I'm sorry. I melted down. And I was like, no, like you don't have to ever apologize for that. Yeah, you, no. It's too much for you. It's too much. You don't. I think we have this thing sometimes where uh, crying or, you know, calling quits or you know tapping out 
people are like, well, you know, you should have been stronger, you know, mm, you know, yeah. muscle through it, just get through it. And it's like, no, what's the, we've all, we grew, I grew up like that. And what's the point? Like, it's, why would you want to put someone else through that? So yeah, there's I just no told point. him you do what you can mm-hmm. get a little bit easier every day. And that's all we can do. I just always tell him, all I ask is that you try your best. And if today that was your best, then that's all I can ask of you. So yeah. It's just trying to give him more grace than I was given as a child, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we're still, we are, and I tell him too, when I have days where I'm like, I just can't anymore, you know, like we, mm-hmm. we just, I'm done basically. Like, let's yeah. just, let's just relax. Let's watch, let's watch a movie, let's eat some popcorn whatever like mommy's done for the day you know (laughs) so (laughs) um luckily my uh, threshold is a little higher than his so (laughs) I can usually get him to push through but yeah it's like I I just don't see there's this uh, this is like going off on a tangent now but there's this like culture especially in the Mexican culture and in the American culture where boys especially are you know, conditioned to be tough and to not show emotions and not cry and not, Mm -hmm. not quit, you know, quote unquote quit. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's very damaging. So I'm really trying to raise him to not be that way. You know, when he has emotions, I always tell him you can cry. And if you want me to leave the room so you can cry, I will do that. And if you, he's gotten to the point where we'll be talking about something and then he'll be like, you know what, mom, I, he, the other day he said, I just need an emotional break. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, what do you want to do then? Like, let's change the subject. So, and yeah. then, and then he, he was like, okay, I'm ready to talk about it. Like he came back to it. Aww, so he's going to be such a good adult. I hope so. Because I, it's like stuff I'm ba- I'm barely learning now. I'm 32 and I'm like barely learning now I how know. to yeah me too how to set those boundaries for myself. Mm-hmm. So I really I hope I'm not like over like psychoanalyzing him or teaching him to over psychoanalyze himself. <laughs> like I don't know if that's possible, no. but you're doing great. I'm trying. That's all. Like I said, all we can do is give our best every day. Yeah, and sometimes your best looks like just taking a shower that day and that's Mm -hmm. it or not taking a shower you know maybe your best is you could just watch friends all day and that's what you could do that day that's okay yeah or you get up and you work out and you make healthy meals all day and then you you're productive and sometimes Mm -hmm. that's your best you know whatever it is whatever that looks like to you yeah just do it and just uh, do it yeah no one can tell you what you need to get through the day no no one knows what your best is yeah, and exactly. your best changes from day to day. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, that's a little bit of <laughs> unlicensed therapy for you. <laughs> I swear, I've been in therapy for a year, and I'm like, I know everything. <laughs> You're like, I got this. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna therapize you today, Doc. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, a mess with her. Oh my god, I saw this meme that was like, she. It was like my therapist is selling her house. And um, I took a screenshot of the living room and I'm going to send, I'm going to set it as my zoom background for our next meeting. (laughs) Like, you want to get in my head? I'm going to get in your head. (laughs) That's how you get dropped as a patient real fast. Yeah. That doesn't seem too healthy, but it's funny. (laughs) It it would be funny. Especially if you were on like your last sessions or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. It's hypothetically funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just remember, we're in the middle of our giveaway right now. It closes August 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the prizes are the um, illuminated tarot deck, which is one of the most beautiful decks I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, so pretty. Um, and a reading from Trina Cat Tarot. I believe it'll be a YouTube reading um, yes. for you personally. Uh, super exciting that it is open internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and just go on Instagram. The, we have all the rules and um, ways to enter over on our Instagram at sit for spell pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Jess said, it's going till August 31st. So this is strictly a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you want to figure out how to enter, there will, be, there will be, there is a um, Instagram post in our feed on how to do that. Really fun. We, the, uh, Katrina, is the, she, we interviewed her for our tarot card reader mm-hmm. interview. She's very sweet, She's super nice. delightful. So insightful. And um, she did birthday readings for us that were so good. Yeah. Um, She's just great. a light as a human. So she really is. Um, um, again, check her out. Her um, Instagram is Trina Cat Tarot. It's T R I N A K A T A R O T. Yeah. Um, she's on Instagram and Facebook. So and YouTube. Yes, and YouTube. Go check her out. So go check her out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, enter August 31st. And good luck to you guys. Um, yes. This is a two week giveaway. So by the time this comes out, we'll be halfway through. So yes. definitely go check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, hang in there. So much. Register if you're in America. If you're in the United States, make sure you're registered to vote. Yes, please, um, please, please, please. Vote by mail. If you're not comfortable voting in person, if you are voting by mail, um, I would recommend dropping off your ballot mm-hmm. instead of mailing it in. We're having a drop lot it off of at your polling place. Yeah, we're having a lot of issues with our postal mm-hmm. service right now because of our. Yes. dipshit of a president so yes. um, i think i've made the personal decision to actually just go into my polling place um just because it's at a retirement home and it's well it's not a retirement home it's like an apartment for old people i don't know what those are called but every <laughs> time i go there's like no one there so that's good yeah mine is yeah. over here there's a um there's a mosque that's like one block over and that's where my polling place is and it's usually pretty empty um, I usually vote by mail, but I'm going to take my ballot in and drop it off um, yes. that way. I'm, it's yeah. a really important election. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- it's one of the most important elections we've had in re- in recent modern history, to be honest. Yeah. So a lot rides on it. The Supreme Court rides on it. Congress rides on it. Um, LGBT so even rights. Or not, rights. I mean, we're very open and vocal about where we stand. And yeah. so even if you're not um, 100% on that Biden bandwagon think about congress think about the supreme court and what it would mean if we have another four years of mm-hmm. the direction in which we have been going so yeah and just i will say lastly if you're not comfortable voting for president um or if you feel like your vote's not going to matter it does vote down ballot vote for local elections um mm-hmm. vote for congress vote for uh, the House and the Senate, because that's where the real power lies. Yes. So definitely, your those are popular vote um, mm-hmm. elections. So every single vote matters. Yes. So please 
you know, especially if you're a woman, especially if you're a woman of color, it is vital yeah. that you mm-hmm. vote in your own self-interest. Yeah. So just um, please exercise your right to vote if you are able to. Yes. Um, I, I used to be a civics teacher, so voting is kind of one of my really mm-hmm. big um, soapboxes that I stand on because there are so many women and minority groups and mm-hmm. religious groups and cultures around the world who don't even get the opportunity to mm-hmm. vote or say what they want or even choose their leadership. And so that's one yeah. of the great things that we do have as an American citizen, even though we know America is not great right now, but yeah, vote to fix that. Um, yeah. yeah. It makes a your, difference. It is your civic right. Um, please at least, at least, uh, vote for something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please. Vote for something. Um, yeah, just do it <laughs> and wear please. a mask, please. <laughs> yes. Wear a mask while you're doing it. Fill in some of the bubbles. I mean, you can do yeah. it. I have faith. If you follow me on Instagram, you know where I stand. Um, I'm, I vote Democrat, even though I consider myself left of Democrat, but, um, I vote with Democrats. Mm-hmm. just because that's where we are right now. So mm-hmm. um, let's mm-hmm. uh, every incremental step towards the right side of history. Are, those are the steps we need to take. So yeah. that, let's yeah. do that. Um, yeah. I, I know there's a lot of issues with our candidates and um, it's at this point I'm swallowing my pride and just doing it. So yeah. we gotta I do, mean, we gotta do sometimes. Yeah. We can't tell you how to feel or how to vote, but if you are going to please, just please vote. And yeah, even if you don't, like I said, if you don't vote for president or don't feel comfortable voting for president, vote for your Senator, vote for your Congress person, mm-hmm. local elections, things local elections affect you directly the most. So yeah. if we want people who represent us, you need to vote for someone who represents you in those categories. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anywho, thank you for coming to our <laughs> <head> talk. Um, <laughs> We won't bring it up again until August. No, we will. We're in August. <laughs> what did I mean to say? November. November? No. No, we're, we're going to talk about, about it. it again. Yeah, every time. We um, promise to only talk about it at the end, though. How's that? Yeah, then you can turn it off if <laughs> then you want. you can turn it off. <laughs> okay. Um, but thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. We'll see you next you. time. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.